Good morning, everyone. We heard today in the Gospel of Mark, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, my son, your sins are forgiven you. Those listening to Jesus were scandalized when they heard Jesus say this. They wondered, who can forgive sins but God alone? And the irony, of course, of this discussion is that since Jesus is God, he did have the authority to forgive sins. We often overlook that it is not only God who can forgive sins. Because there are two aspects to sin. Sin is both an offense against God and also an offense against others. When the prodigal son returned to his father, he said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. He recognized that sin was against both his heavenly father and also his earthly father. The issue of forgiveness is an important one for us, especially during this time of great Lent. Confession in particular is important to remind us of the connection between recognizing that we have sinned and continue to sin against both God and others. There are three very important aspects to confession. Number one, confession helps us to stop and admit that all sin in one way or another. Two, confession helps us to reflect on the damage that sin does to our relationship with God and also our relationships with others. And three, confession assures us that when we are honest with God and others, forgiveness is possible. When we think of sin, we have to first admit that it is possible for us to sin. We sometimes confuse sin and crime. The fact that we're not in jail, or we have never been arrested, or maybe we have, but the fact that we are not in jail right now means that we haven't sinned. That is not true. The word Savior, the word Jesus means the Savior. And what did Jesus come to save us from? Sin. Therefore, if we have never sinned, then we don't need a Savior and we don't need Jesus. It's as simple as that. Sometimes, unfortunately, we're not entirely convinced that we do sin. Once I was talking to a group of people and the man tried to be a little funny and he said, Father, I don't need to go to confession because I don't sin. I said, first, it's a sin to say that you don't sin. We read the following in the first letter of St. John. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Fairly clear, right? The second thing I told him is, if you can't think of even one sin, do you mind if I ask your wife who is standing right next to you? <laughs> I'm sure she would be very help, ha happy to help you out. All we have to do to heal ourselves of our inability to think of our sins is to ask someone else 
whether we have ever sinned. I'm sure some will help us. Because it is often easier to see the small sins of others than it is to see our own most obvious and sometimes very damaging sins. Jesus tells us, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. The point of admitting our sins is not to depress us, but rather to remind us that we can be better people when we acknowledge our weaknesses before God and before others. We cannot grow spiritually if we are not honest with ourselves. The second point is also important. Sin does real damage to our relationships with God and with others. When we lie, we damage the ability of others to believe us. They might want to believe us, but we end up making it difficult for them to do so. This is equally true for all sins. If we swear, hurt someone, physically or emotionally, or are, or are manipulative, are unfaithful in our relationships, all these things, we make it very difficult for people to trust us. The relationship of trust and friendship that may have been strong is weak, weakened because of our careless, even little sins. We should do our best to forgive each other. However, the tragedy is that it is very easy to hurt someone, but very difficult for the person whom we hurt to sometimes heal. This leads us to the third point regarding confession and forgiveness. Confession helps us to honestly place our sins before us so that we can overcome them. We cannot heal, we cannot fix what we don't see. When children are hiding, what do they often do? They hide their eyes. They close their eyes and they hide themselves. They feel that if they don't see themselves, then no one else around them can see them. Do we also live this way, spiritually? Or are we like David who said, For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned and done that which is evil in your sight. Therefore, confession is important because it helps us, first, to stop and to admit that we all sin in one way or another. Second, confession also helps us to reflect on the damage that sin does to our relationship with God and with others. And third, confession assures us that when we are honest with God and others, forgiveness is always possible. These three elements are part of the sacrament of confession, but they should also be part of our daily life. Even when we have a chance to go to confession, we should be humble enough to recognize that we do sin and that our sin hurts ourselves and those around us. In today's gospel, the scribes wonder, who can forgive sin but God alone? The good news is that God can forgive our sins. 
The good news is also that we can forgive others when they sin against us. However, this is not possible if we feel that we have no sin or that we do not sin. The sacrament of confession helps us to see our relationship with God and others in a more honest way. We do this not to put ourselves down, but to help us appreciate just how much God loves us. When we are honest before God, we can be sure to hear these words, My child, your sins are forgiven you. There is a great joy in recognizing our sins because when we do this, one, we place them before us so that we can move them out of our way, and we place them before God so that He can move them out of our way. Ultimately, true healing and true spiritual growth only come when we are honest with God, with ourselves, and with others.